You're listening to a podcast from Victory. The Holy Spirit sets us apart for the works and purposes of God in the area of sanctification. Learn more about this truth in week three of our series, Make Room. Hey, we are on the third week of our series called Make Room. And Make Room is about uh, the Holy Spirit and how we make room for the Holy Spirit in our life. We have kids at home and, and when your baby was about to arrive, you had to make room. And it's the same way with, with the whole, what is God, what are we supposed to do when the Holy Spirit comes into our life? And we talked in the first week about the person of the Holy Spirit. He's not the force like Star Wars. He's not the avatar spirit like an avatar, but he's a person. He's God himself. Last week, we talked about the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit that's available to every believer. Hindi lang sa mga pastor, hindi lang sa mga mukhang banal, hindi lang sa mga matagal na mag-church, para sa lahat. Kahit ikaw yung pinakabagong believer, kanina na-save ka lang kanina umaga, ngayon nandito ka na, the power of the Holy Spirit is available for you. And what is that power for? Para saan? Yes, we're going to find out in the later weeks, it's here to help us preach the gospel. But today we're going to see one of the most powerful uses of the Holy Spirit is our sanctification. It's a big word. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification. Many times we ask ourselves, Ano bang will ni Lord para sa akin? Siya ba or siya? Wow, unang-una, ang ganda mo, di ba? Dalawa ang pinagpipilian mo. Pero secondly, Lord, sino ba ang, ang, ang will mo para sa akin? Anong trabaho ba ang will mo para sa akin? You know what? We can ask those questions, but the one thing that we know for sure is it's God's will for you, for me, for everyone, young and old, bago, matagal na sa church, our sanctification. What does that mean? Anong ibig sabihin ba ng sanctification? Sanctification, here's a long uh, theological definition. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in believers to live holy lives. Sabihin natin lahat yon, holy lives. God wants us to be holy. Now, that's what God saved us for. Minsan kasi akala natin, ah, sinave ako ng Panginoon para, maging, para makapunta ako sa langit. Hindi lang po. The goal of our salvation is more than heaven. The goal of our salvation is holiness. Now, when we hear the word holiness, let's be honest. Hindi siya nakaka-excite. Parang, eh, yun lang pala, sayang naman. Is that all God wanted to save me for? When we hear the word holiness, we think it's, it's religious, it's boring, hindi pwedeng tumawa, hindi pwedeng ngumite. Diba, oh, yung shorts mo, ba't ka naka-shorts? Diba, holy to dito? No, I'm sorry, just kidding. But, no, we, we, we get so pressured by the concept of holiness, diba? Because, ah, ah, hindi, that's not what holiness means. When we say God saved us for our holiness, that's a very exciting and great and, and glorious thought. Because holiness, if I, if I can give you a very simple definition, holiness is simply what makes God, God. What makes God, God. Think of um, the best player in the NBA now, right? Uh, J.R. Smith. I'm just kidding. Uh, Le- Le- LeBron James. Le- sorry. LeBron James. LeBron James. And... and it's amazing the life that he has. He's a multi-millionaire several times over because of his career, because of his skills. Um, he said, he admitted that he spends at least $2 million a year on his body. 100 million pesos on your body. What do you do? Like my personal chef. His, he, you know, LeBron James sleeps like 10 to 12 hours a day. That's crazy. He's the, he, he sleeps eight hours a day. He wakes up, he'll work out, and then he'll eat 
a meal prepared by his personal chef, and then he will sleep for two hours. I don't know how he sleeps for two hours right away. Siguro may, may sleeping pill na yun eh, kasi nag-workout siya, tapos siya agad. And then he'll wake up again after two hours, work out some more, eat again from his personal chef, and then sleep. It's just a crazy life. Alright? I can't understand that life. Napakalayo ng buhay niya sa buhay nating lahat. Nakikita niyo ba yung workout niya paminsan? Nag-wait siya. Akala mo, kaya ko naman yan. Pero when you see the camera pan down, nakaluhod pala siya sa exercise ball, nakabalance lang siya habang binubuhat niya yung sobrang bigat na yun. It's a crazy life. I can't understand that life. You and I can't understand that life. Okay? It's He's set apart from us. That's what makes LeBron James. LeBron James is so different from us. Now, that's only LeBron James. What can LeBron James see? What does he experience and how is it so far from us? Now, think about God. Anong nakikita ng Diyos? Anong nararanasan ng Diyos? Anong naiisip ng Diyos? Hindi natin alam. Napakalayo nun sa atin. But God wants to share that holiness with us. He wants to bring you from where we are right now up to His level. Let me give you a very small and actually kind of pathetic example when you compare it to God. My wife and I, we like to, to climb mountains. Alright? We like to climb mountains. Actually, I didn't like to. Then she forced me to. So now I like it. And <laughs> six years ago, sorry. But, um, and we like to bring Philip with us as much as we can. Gusto namin nakasama namin siya. Tuwing umakit kami ng bundok. So sinasama namin, Philip, every time you climb with us, this was last Monday, every time you climb with us, uh, we need you to, to stop whining. We need you to be obedient. We need you to follow instructions. And he'll say, why, Papa? Why, Mama? And we'll say, because, bangin yan. Behind that was a cliff. And if you don't follow instructions, you don't obey, you don't listen when Mama and Papa call you, you're going to fall off the mountain. So I want to bring you with me, but if you cannot follow with me, then I cannot bring you where I am. Are you here? And so Philip listens. Minsan nakatulog pa nga. Tapos binubuhat ko siya. And may sobrang bigat. Pero I mean, I'd rather have him with me. But the point is, I'd, I want Philip to see what I see. I want Philip to experience what I experience. And that's why I'm telling him, Philip, we don't complain. Philip, we don't whine. Philip, we walk. When we're tired, we don't get angry at other people. And he'll say, why, Papa? And I'll say, because if you follow me, you can go where I am going. And I want you to see what I see. I want you to climb this mountain with me. I want you to see the, the river that I can see. I want you to explore these different things. And that's why I need you to obey. Are you here? That kami palang yun. At kaya kami umakit ng bundok kasi wala kaming budget. Okay? Kasi mas mura umakit ng bundok kaysa gumastos na marami. And in the same way, God wants to share His holiness with you and with me. And so when God wants to sanctify you, to change you, hindi to kakornihan. Hindi to dahil inilimit niya yung gusto niya para sa'yo, pinabawasan ka niya ng enjoyment. Hindi. Gusto niya tayong iangat. Kung nasan siya, at sinasabi niya, alam mo yung masamang ugali na yan, yung insecurity na yan, yung pride na yan, yung fear, yung selfishness, yung lust na yan, hindi mo madadala yan dito. Kaya tinatanggal ko sa'yo. Kasi gusto kitang dalhin kung nasan ako. I want to make you into the best version of yourself. Look at that person beside you. That person, God has a plan for that person. Right now, that person that you see is a mix of strengths, and weaknesses of good character and of issues. 
And what is God's plan for you and me? Bakit ba He's removing those issues one by one. He's removing those weaknesses one by one until what you see is only the best version of you. Can you imagine who you would be? Kung wala kang selfishness. Kung hindi ka mainitin ng ulo. Kung hindi ka na-pressure ng mundo. Kung masipag ka. Who would you be? You know what? That is God's plan for you. And some of you are here, maybe, and you're saying, you know what? That's what I don't like about church. Masyado mahirap. Hindi ko ayang gawin yan. And you know what? You would be absolutely right. Hindi lang siya mahirap. Impossible po. Kaya nga ang mensahe ng Christianity, I'm sorry if anybody's made you feel that way, that you have to do this, you have to do that. That's wrong. The message of Christianity is, you can't do this. That's why God will be the one to do it for us. This gives hope for those of us who, who deal with issues. Maybe you've been a Christian for a while and you're saying, Lord, paano ba ako magbabago? Matagal na akong ganito. You know what? God's plan is to change you. You will not always be that way. That's why we're talking about make room today. How does the Holy Spirit help us? Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in, G- in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, He condemned sin in the flesh. In order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Verse 5, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. How then are we transformed? How do we become this? Be- How are we sanctified? And what does the Holy Spirit have to do here? I have here three simple points from this passage. The first thing is we remember. We remember who we are and what God has done in us. Remember. When we say remember, look at that verse in Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Remember. If you have put your faith in Jesus, there's no condemnation. Let me try to walk you through a simple day of a sample day of my life, and maybe you can relate as well. Diba, means we go church tayo, feeling natin napakabanal, parang wow, buti nga na church ako ngayon, traffic traffic, hirap magpark, diba, buti na kalating pa ako. And you're here, and you're about to worship, and, and you're so happy to worship God, and then a thought will come into my mind. And I'll remember something I did that was wrong. A time na uminit yung ulo ko sa asawa ko, a time na that I snapped at Philip. And I feel bad. And means and worship lalo. Does anybody feel that also or Kamila mga pastor? <laughs> we feel that, right? And then what happens? Parang lalo kung nahihiya. Parang tinatamad na ako magbasa ng Bible, natamad ako mag-open up sa ibang tao. Bakit? Kasi parang parang ang kapal naman ng mukha natin. Anybody else ever feel that? What is that? That's condemnation. That's not the Holy Spirit. Whenever you feel any sense of guilt 
or condemnation from the na, 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 that forces you, that moves you na lumayo na lang sa mga salitahan ng Diyos, to stay away from Christian company, that is not from God. And sometimes, other people might say that, yung kapal na mukha mo, church ka pa. Ikaw? That is not from God. Why? Because the Bible says in verse 2, because He has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. He has set you free. And what, when you've been set free, what happens is you remember, wait a minute, this is not who I am. Oh, ganun ako dati. Oh, ako yun dati. Pero hindi na ako yan ngayon. Some of you, that's what you need to remember. You've made peace with your sin. It's such a part of your identity that we think na, eh, siguro eto talaga ako. No, 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 that's not you anymore. You have been set free by, by Christ Jesus. There was a young man I was talking to a few weeks ago. I was driving with him. I was going to speak in this camp. Kasama ko siya. Habang nag-uusap kayo, pinapag-usapan namin yung plano niya na may gusto siyang ligawan na babae. Sabi ko, sige, pati mo ligawan. Sabi niya, alam mo, parang naisip ko, gusto ko siyang ligawan, maganda, pero... And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, you. When you think those things, stop saying, sinasabi mo yun sa sarili mo. Kasi hindi ikaw yan. Kasi, new creation ka na. You have put your faith in Jesus. The Bible says you are a new creation. Now, I don't know what that voice is. It, maybe it's the devil. Maybe it's your sinful nature. But one thing I know for sure, that's not you. Stop saying ikaw yan. Kasi hanggat sinasabi mo lagi na ikaw yan, ako to, ako to, ako to, kinikimkim mo lalo yung issue mo. You're hugging it. You're embracing the issue and you're making it a part of yourself. And that, don't we all do that? We snap at other people. Eh, ganun talaga ako eh. Mainitin talaga ako na ulo. Stop it. Now. That is not you. Remember who you are. You are a new creation. As long as we embrace this identity, it will be impossible to break free from it. But the moment we realize we have been set free, then we will be, we will begin to experience the sanctification. Sabi dito, the law, the Spirit did what the law could not do. Could not do. Hindi niya kayang gawin. What is the difference of could not do sa would not do? Ang, ke, ang will not, Ayaw mo lang gawin, pero kaya mo. Ang cannot, hindi mo kaya. Kaya kahit gustuhin mo, hindi mo kakayanin. And the, and the Bible says, the law could not do this for us, but the Spirit, because it was weakened by the flesh, but the Spirit is the one who does this for us. It changes us. What, you, what is impossible before is not impossible anymore. That's what we have to remember. See, when we read the Bible and it says here that the righteous requirement has been fulfilled by the Holy Spirit. What that means is, etong pinihingi ng Diyos atin, hindi natin kayang gawin. That's why the Holy Spirit had to come in and change you so that He could do it for you. It reminds me of this story. Someone said, here's a way to understand this. There was a man who was walking and he fell into a hole. And try as he might to climb out of the hole, he could not climb out of the hole. 
And so a religious leader came by of this religion. And the religious leader came by and he said, Ah, it is the will of Allah that you should fall into that hole. And it is your judgment and your evil. That's why you are in that hole. And then he walked on. And the man stayed in the hole. Later on, another religious leader walked by. And he looked in and he saw the man in the hole. And he said, Ah, you are in the hole in this life. Because in a past life, you pushed somebody else into a hole. This is your karma for this... Uh, no. And he left the man still in the hole. Still another religious leader came by and he saw the man in the hole and he said, Ah, you are only in a hole because you are bound by the physical mortal coil. But if you will release your mind into nirvana, your spirit will escape into nirvana and you will not be in the hole anymore. And he walked away and left the man in the hole. And then Jesus came by and he saw the man in the hole. And he got down on the ground, on his knees, knelt down over the hole and said, Give me your hand. Let's get you out of that hole. That's the message of Christianity. God's not saying, Ito yung standard, abutin mo. Abut mo ba? Abut mo ba? Hindi? Hindi? Abutin mo. God's saying, Alam na ko, hindi nyo kaya. That's why I will put my spirit inside of you to do what you cannot do on your own. And that's why the message for us as Christians is we are free to live by the Spirit. And the, the, the thing is, some of us, we, we, we've become Christians for so long, alam natin yun sa simula, pero nakalimutan natin na kahit hanggang ngayon, hanggang dulo ng buhay natin, ganun pa rin kasi dapat. We started by grace. We started by the Spirit, but we forgot along the way. And that's what Paul was writing about in Galatians chapter 3. Sabi ni Paul uh, in the book of Galatians, you foolish Galatians. Actually, kaya pala Galatians ang title nito kasi galit siya. Diba? So, lang. so, you foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected? By the flesh. You began by the Spirit. How will you be perfected? Not by your own works. Yung iba sa atin kasi parang, oh, sige Lord, sinave mo na ako. Mm, kaya ko na to. Kaya mm, mm, mm. mo na ako Lord, kaya ko na to. Sige, ako na mag-Bible. Mag ako na mag-small group. Ako na mag-church. No, no, hindi mo pa rin kaya. <laughs> Mahulog na naman tayo. It's like this, this experience I had recently that changed my life completely. Um, I, someone gave me, two months ago, someone gave me a scooter. Okay, and that's not me. Naghanap lang ako ng nakascooter na may salamin. So, okay. So, <laughs> but someone gave me a scooter. Wala namang pipicture sa akin eh, habang dumadaan ako. So, someone gave me a scooter and uh, my, my life has been so different. I mean, it's the best thing ever. Sorry, iingitin ko lang kayo ng konti. No? Unang-una, wala akong issues sa traffic. Okay, if, if 15 minutes every day to work, it's the same amount of time. I don't care kung rush hour o hindi, it's the same amount of time because there's no traffic. Number two, my gasoline is one-tenth of my, of my expense nung nakakotse ako. Okay, one-tenth. So, yun lang. Anyway, so, inhingit ko lang kayo. But, when I started using the scooter, at first, akala ko, ah, alam ko to, kasi dati nagbabike ako papuntang opisina. Sabi ko, ah, okay, scooter, two wheels, bike, two wheels, pareho lang. So, I would bike to work. I've been biking to work for years. So, when I got the scooter, I thought, okay, same thing, right? No. So wrong. What's the difference? Unang-una, ang bigat ng scooter. Yung bike kasi ginaganong ko lang eh. Diba sa so dati, pag may, may butas, ginaganong ko yung bike. Eh yung scooter, yung one bumaba ako. So, hindi ko mabuhat. Sabi ko, hindi pala binubuhat ang scooter. <laughs> so, I, and I realized 
that it's not only heavy, it's impossible to make this work without the engine. And so I began to watch other scooter drivers. I would watch the way they would drive, and I realized, bakit ko iniiwasan yung butas? Yung bike ko, oo, sasasin sa butas yan. Pero yung scooter ko, kaya-kaya niya yung butas yan kasi may makina ako. Are you here? And so I began to, to, to I was actually, kinakamusta ko nga sila eh, pag nasa stoplight, paano mo ginawa yung kanina? I was the most talkative uh, person in the stoplight to so these other scooter drivers, and they look at me like, ano problema mo? Paano nga? And I realized this is different. I'm not on a bike. Why? What's the big difference? The bike is self-propelled. A scooter has a power of its own. In the same way, are you trying to bike the Christian life? By your own effort, That's not going to work. It's too heavy. It's impossible. The power is in the Holy Spirit. You have to say, Jesus, I cannot do this, but I know you want me to do this, and that's why I know I will do this. We have begun by the, sp- by the Spirit. We will be perfected by the Spirit. Some of you are so impatient with yourself. Lord, you will not always be that way. In fact, some of us need to confess that over one another. Family members, small group leaders, husbands, wives. We should be the first people to confess that over one another. As a husband, my biggest bloopers have come when I confess the wrong things over my wife. Instead, I need to partner with the work of the Holy Spirit in her life and say, Sweetheart, you Love gumaganda ka. I mean, Holy Spirit ang talaga yan. Number one, we remember what the Holy Spirit has done for us. Then, secondly, we set. We set. Uh, Romans 8 verse 5 says, For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Verse 6, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. Verse 7, For the mind that is set on the flesh... Over and over again, it says you have to set the mind. Set the mind. And the word there in the Greek is the word phroneo. And it doesn't mean just set. It literally, it specifically means setting the mind. To think about something. To observe something. To go after something. To strive for something. And for some of us, we need to participate in the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit by how we set our minds. Perhaps the reason why you're struggling with your own flesh is because you've set your mind on the wrong thing. What is your mindset on? If we look at your Instagram feed, what are you following? What are you most passionate about? What are we always thinking about? See, that's why Bible, reading the Bible is important. That's why discipleship is important. What are we doing? It's not because kailangan ko magbasa apat na chapter, tatulungin ako ng pastor, kundi ko ginawa. No, no, no. It's not about that. It's about changing our mind. When we read the Bible, we're doing it to set our mind on the things of God. When we walk with one another, yung sinasabi ni Pastor Ryan kanina, pag nag-uusap kami, what's happening? We're setting our minds together. Na, Oo nga, no? Bakit uminit na naman yung ulo ko? Tama siya. Hindi dapat ako ganyan sa asawa ko. What's happening? Our minds are being set on the things of the Spirit. And whatever we set our minds to, that's what the things we will do. What are you setting your mind on today? Let's put it this way. Simple math na lang. Service tayo. Gano'n ko takahaba ba yung service dito? One and a half hours? Okay, one and a half hours. Diba? 90 minutes. Small group. One hour. Kung madaldal, sige, two hours. So, kung ba, mga warm-up question na, so 30 minutes na agad. Okay, so, diba? So, that's uh, three hours total. And then we'll go home. And then we'll binge watch a TV series. Right? What have we set our minds to? 
What are we more obsessed with? What are we thinking about? We have to watch what we set our minds to. Why, why are we doing this? Why are we putting this kind of junk in our minds? Instead, we need to pursue the things of God. See, what happens is when you set your mind on the things of God, it changes the way you respond to things. See, when we look at the world the way the world does, pag may umawin sa'yo, gantihan mo. Diba? Kinagka, cut mo rin. That's the way the world responds. But when we think of the way God does, things change. There's a guy in my small group who, who um, just went through so much traumatic experiences in his life. From molestation to abuse to rejection. Gosh, when we were, in, when we were counseling him, I was thinking, Lord, anong pag-asa ng taong to? Alam mo, yun yung, that, that's really what I thought. I didn't say it to him out loud. No? But I was thinking, Lord, anong pag-asa mo para sa And God changed him. And it got to the point now that he was telling me, you know what, Pastor Joe, can, can you pray with me? He goes, what do you want to pray about? And he said, I want to pray because I'm meeting the man who molested me. And I said, samahan kita, upakan natin. And he said, no, 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 I want to forgive him. I said, why do you want to forgive him? Hayaan mo na! Wala na sa buhay mo! Nagkagulo na yung buhay niya dahil sa ginawa niya, hayaan mo siya. And then he, here's what he said to me. He said, you know, remember you told me that the struggles I have with sin are because of the experiences I had in my past and how God has set me free from my experiences in the past? Is it possible that He only molested me because of what He went through when He was a younger man? And maybe if I tell Him what Jesus did to set me free, He could be set free also? Why? What happened? He was setting His mind on the things of God. As he was reading the Bible and walking with other Christians, suddenly this, this new attitude is rising up inside of him. And he himself will tell you, Hindi ako ganito. Kung ako lang sa sarili ko, kung hayaan mo ako, siguro nagalit ako, siguro inatake ko na sa social media, pero wala rin point eh. Buti na lang, pinatawad lang rin ako ng Panginoon, kaya ko siyang patawarin. Set your mind on the things of God. What are we setting our minds to today? Some of you are saying, you know what? Ayaw kong pag-usapan yung issue nito sa church. Nakakahiya. Hindi. Church is the one place to bring this up. Kasi lahat tayo nakaka-relate. Lahat tayo aminado na may ganyan din po ako. Pero buti na lang, binabago tayong lahat ng Panginoon. We remember, we set, lastly, we kill. Romans chapter 8, verse 12 says, So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Yes, we have to remember that Jesus loves us and He died for us. There's no con- yes, we have to set our minds. But thirdly, there is a part of our spiritual life where we have to put things to death. And the word there, put to death, is the word thanatos. To kill. Sound familiar? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's where it comes from. That's why they named Thanos, Thanos, to kill. So the next time you're struggling with sin, think of the Holy Spirit, then think of Thanos, <laughs> and think of his desire to kill and how ruthless he was with that. Because there must come a point in our spiritual life where we cannot just play with sin anymore. The Bible says, we read in the verse earlier, the mind of the flesh is hostile to God. It's trying to attack you. 
Sin is trying to attack you. It wants to ruin your marriage. It wants to ruin your finances. It wants to ruin your health. It wants to tear you apart from your family. It wants to take you away from the calling of God in your life. And the thing is, it pretends that it's harmless. It pretends like nothing is wrong. And so we okay lang naman, minsan lang naman, ginagawa naman lahat, wala pa naman ginagawang mali. You don't realize you have allowed a terrorist into your life. You don't negotiate with them. You kick them out. We don't negotiate with sin. We put it to death by the Spirit. And the thing is with us, there's people, there's stuff in our lives that are still avenues to sin. Some of you have message threads on your phone that are, that are the beginnings of emotional adultery. And you're wondering, you know what? Put that to death. Who cares? Paano ko explain? But kailangan mo explain. Delete. Eh, paano kung ma-offend siya, hindi na siya mag-church? Ayan mo, may Holy Spirit rin siya. Okay? Hindi ikaw yung Holy Spirit niya. Are we here? Some of us are here and we're saying, Lord, sana hindi na ako mag-struggle. But, 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 but what? certain apps on your phone. Delete it. But ka pa may Tinder? Apang invite sa service. Wow. Oh. Grabe ka naman. Buti ka pa. There's no point. And listen, what have you been set free for? God wants to share His holiness with you. He wants to bring you up to His level. And, and we're playing with the dirt. We're playing with the germs. We're playing with the cockroaches as if this is what's going to give us fulfillment. It won't. Put that to death. It's time to put that to an end. Some of these things are not even sin issues, but they're issues like alam mo lang na alam mo may struggle, may tendency ka talaga maging ganito. For me, there's some TV series that I just don't want to watch anymore. I'm not saying that it's sinful if you watch. If you want to watch it, that's up to you. Pero ako alam ko lang yung tendency ko, yung struggle ko with ayaw ko na even panoorin yan. Wag na lang basketball na lang, okay? Mas simple pa kasi hindi lang struggle don. It's simpler. Why? Not because God is, is, is a killjoy. Not because God has corny plans for me. You know, God has good plans for me. And that's why it's not worth playing with these things. We don't negotiate with sin. We put it to death by the Spirit. What does that mean to put it to death by the Spirit? In Galatians, going back to Galatians 3, Sabinia, how, does you, how does the Spirit work? By obeying or by hearing and remembering by faith. When you remember by faith, oh nga! This is not me anymore. Oh, nga! God has meant for me to overcome this. This sin is not a part of me. Guess what happens? The Holy Spirit comes in. And you will watch. Some people, it's instantaneous. Some of you have struggles with vices. You're, you're addicted to smoking. You're addicted to, to, to drinking. And you're saying, God, when will you change me? You believe by faith. That will not be a part of you forever. And you will help other people climb out of it. For some of us, it's a slower process. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The ending will still be the same. You will be victorious in this area. Sanctification is God's goal for all of us. We remember who we are. We set our mind on the things of the Spirit. And we kill sin wherever it could be found. So go to the best example I can have for killing sin is my wife when it comes to cockroaches. Pag nakita siya ng ipis, gabi, hindi siya makakatulog. 
hindi siya makakabalik. I love, okay lang. lang. No, 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 kailangan patayin natin yan. So we will have to get up, unearth the whole house. Diba? Everything. She will not allow me a minute sleep until that cockroach is dead. And you know what? Because alam niya, nanganganak yan. She'll always tell me, nanganganak yan. Patayin na natin. Sin is the same way. Nanganganak yan. Patayin na natin. As I end, one simple point. We are saved to be like God. And the Holy Spirit is the one who changes us to be like God from the inside out. If there's one person I can think of that, that really uh, uh, drives this home for me. It, it's my, my great-grandmother, my dad's grandmother. You know, my dad, my, my father, Joy Bonifacio, is a pastor uh, in Singapore now, or Every Nation Church in Singapore. For the longest time, he was our pastor in the fort. And um, he always tells me the story of, his great-grand, of my great-grandmother, yung lola niya. Uh, his dad's mom. My great-grandmother died at the age of 91, 92. She was one of the most spiritual women that I remember. Bata pa lang ako, she would write us these cards that said things like, um, God has a plan for your life. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. Sabi ko, five years old pa lang ako, seven years old. Parang masyado mature tong card na to para sa akin. And I remember thinking when, when, when my great-grandmother did that for us, I remember thinking, why, why is she so spiritual? Why is she so godly? That was my memory of her. But that's not my dad's memory of her. My dad's memory of her was of a very different woman. A very arrogant, very critical, harsh woman. The kind of person na sisigawan yung mga katulong niya hanggat umiiyak na sila. The kind of person na matalino kaya minamata niya lahat ng tao. That's the way she was. Why do we, did we have such different pictures? Because my great-grandmother got saved at the age of 77. 77. May nagbabago pa ba? At 77. <laughs> ano ba bang gagawin niya? Di ba sa mamamatay na lang, pupunta na lang heaven? No. Because that's not God's plan for her. She was saved not just to go to heaven. She was saved to be like God. And so for the next 15 years of her life, she wrote a, a small track. I have it at home. It's called Fruitfulness in Old Age. She described how she would pray to God, pray to the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, magbabago pa ba ako? Seven, almost eight decades of my life, I've been like this. Eight, almost 80 years, I've been grumpy, I've been selfish, I've been greedy. Will I still change? And she did. Her own nurses would say, Alam mo, iba si ma'am. They would walk into her room sometimes and they would say that she, it would be, there would be almost like a light so bright in her room that they couldn't stay there. And that's because she would be praying. Because that's all she could do in her bed. When she died, they, before she died, she was the one who told my dad, Joey, magpapastor ka, ha? Because he was a businessman. In fact, she even told Pastor Steve, our founder, call him not to be a pastor na. That's God's plan for him. Why? Because that's the Holy Spirit's plan for her. And that's the Holy Spirit's plan for you and for me to be sanctified in His image. You just heard a message from Victory. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit our website at victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com victoryph.